Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show. I have a great guest today, Ethan Leapsight, who is Head of Partnership Development for Own Your Day. Ethan and I connected on LinkedIn, and one of the cool things is that he really uh, is working with a lot of HR managers, CEOs. So, Ethan, first, welcome. Hi, thanks, Sherry, for having me. One of the things that captured my attention was that you have a statement where you turn CEOs and HR managers into rock stars. And as someone who has owned a business for 26 years, I can tell you one of the most difficult aspects of owning a business when you bring on those employees is to really, A, identify, maintain, or even develop a solid company culture. So I want you to talk about the, you know, that's a foundational piece for any business and how it is that you help these CEOs and HR managers really, you know, shine on that. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. For sure. You're right. It is uh, 100% uh, the foundation and and uh, going to the culture when you're dealing with building any kind of foundation of culture the number one thing that you really need is trust and what i see and i'm sure you see time and time again is that there is this lack of trust between employees and the bosses and HR and CEOs and everything. I think there's a great stat out there that um, 55% of people trust the complete stranger uh, over their boss. 55% trust the stranger over their boss. And even when you look at um, employees leaving their job, uh, the number one reason, I think it's like 70% of the reason why people leave a job is lack of trust slash lack of appreciation. And it's just a nationwide epidemic. And if you, I think if you look back on your own career and the jobs that you had, you've, you probably realized that you uh, didn't have uh, a, a, a trust of maybe what your boss was asking you to do or or what the organization wanted you to do. Now, trust is a really tricky, tricky thing. You can't just manifest it out of anywhere. Um, Before you can even have trust, you need to have vulnerability. That is the key to gathering trust. And I think if you look at any relationship that you've had over your own life, and be it your friends or your family or your spouse or, or whoever, the, re- the real relationships that you have are the ones that, are the, that you can be the most vulnerable with, that you can kind of open up and say, hey, this is the real me. And I think that's a really important thing in this day and age where we're so bombarded with social media via Facebook or Instagram where people are posting their um, a mask of, of themselves, like this facade of what their real lives are, and you're seeing that it's a, a real uh, mental health problem with people that they, when they're constantly bombarded with it, especially millennials, of everyone living this perfect life that, you know, that's not just, that's not realistic. But people don't think that, so they get kind of depressed and they, they, they struggle and, and 
and everything. But when you kind of take away that mask and kind of show uh, that everyone is vulnerable, that everyone does struggle, everyone goes through mistakes, it opens up this brand new world of connection that, that people have and an organization can have. So, Ethan, would you, a lot of what, you know, I've learned over the years, of course, is communication, right? Communication Correct. is a foundation of trust. So when you go into an organization, I'm sure the first thing you're doing is surveying and, you know, asking really great questions so you can figure out the baseline of what is the current culture. Because what I think as a CEO is certainly not what the employees think. That's correct. That's that's one hundred percent correct. Right. And, and so that is. Mm-hmm. I, I think most cultures are 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 uh, you know have that uh, that struggle or that the difference between the CEO and 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 the regular line employee. The the problem is the issue is is most companies or providers are are trying to find this like common you know trying to uh, create a uh, customized culture and honestly it's not that difficult in that regard if we if we go down to the common denominator of everyone is a human being and we all struggle we all uh get stressed out we're all trying to succeed in this life if we cut through all this other stuff these mission statements and uh, these all these other wellness programs those are all great wellness programs are great but at the, the bottom underlying foundation of it is we're all human. That's the only common denominator we all have. We all work for the same organization in the company, and we're all human. That's the two things that we have in common. So why not amplify those characteristics? Absolutely. And, you know, part of it is, you know, the longer you're in business, I, I like you use the word status quo quite a bit. One of the things that I was teaching the other night, I I shared that I was teaching a class through the community college for nonprofits, and one whole night we really spent on, you know, a great culture starts with great people. Because, like you said, we're all human beings, we're trying to come together, and how does that work within an organization when you bring in all these different personalities and People learn differently or share and communicate differently. So it really comes down to leadership, leadership from the top through HR. And so oftentimes when I talk to people that work with organizations, the CEO brings somebody in because they think everybody else needs to be fixed. But really, it starts at the top. That's true. That's true. Uh, one, One thing I would like to say is, you know, um, there's a lot of power in, I know you see it, uh, all the time in, in, um, I see it all the time on LinkedIn with, with posts that, that people make about, you know, succeeding and thriving and, and all that kind of stuff. And I, I really appreciate and understand the, 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 the positive aspect of it, but I really, uh, for me, if you if you look at you know kind of like human culture as a whole, there's a, a greater power almost in vulnerability and and struggle. And I'll just give an example. Like, let's say um, the Golden Knights win the Stanley Cup, 
you know, and everyone's super, super happy, and everyone in at least Las Vegas, maybe Nevada, come together, and they're, they're all happy. But no one really else in the country, for the most part, cares about the success of the Golden Knights. But you get a tragedy like what happened with the, the, the shooting in October two years ago. I mean, everyone could feel that sadness. Everyone knows sadness. Everyone was feeling the same thing. Everyone knew they were going through the same thing. And be it were you from Las Vegas or Reno or Nevada or East Coast or from all over the country, like people felt that sadness came together, made memorials and everything. Like that showed humanity, the the empathy and the sympathy and and how that uh, tragedy and just, uh, you know, a vulnerability, if you will, can bring people together more than something like uh, a, a positive thing, let's say, like a sports thing or, or some other thing. I also like to look at weddings, too. Like, weddings, a, a difference between a wedding and a funeral, too. Like, you know, people really can... Um, uh, it seems when, you know, someone posts on Facebook that someone passed, um, it really brings people's own emotion out you know, because they can understand, they can put themselves in, in, in that person's shoes of the, uh, the things that they're going with. And to me, I feel like harnessing that vulnerability, like I said, when we really put up a front to everyone at work and we take that mask off, then you can really get down into the true connections and, and, and start making a, a, a better organization where you're going to have people that are going to be behind you know, have people's backs and, and they are going to go even for if the CEO or, or the president or whoever embraces that truly, you're going to have people running through brick walls for that organization and, and, um, having, um, you know, higher employee retention and, and productivity and all those buzzwords that people like to throw out there. Well, and it is because when you're leading the troops and you're sharing, you know, here's where we're at you know, transparency. So like you said, people can either, you know, rally together and know that we've got a problem to solve. Oftentimes as a CEO or a leader, you feel like you have to, you know, bear all of this yourself. You don't want to share it with people because you don't want them to move into a place of fear or, you know, why didn't we know about this sooner? Those kinds of things. And so those are, that's something I have learned over the years that, not that I have to share every issue, but certainly when I'm facing a huge uphill battle, I have to let people in the organization know because I can't do it alone anymore. For sure. Because then it all For I sure. am is stressed and, you know, and then they look at me and go, gosh, Sherry, you're really stressed. What's going on? You know, and then by then it's too late. So I understand what you're saying. And what that does, as you mentioned earlier, is it starts to build trust within the organization. And when you have trust in the organization, then we all seem to be working from the same page. <laughs> and that's Correct. critical. Exactly. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Awesome. All Correct. right. We have to go to break. When I come back, I'm going to continue this conversation with Ethan Leapsight, who is based out of Las Vegas, Nevada, if you couldn't tell that. 
And one of the <laughs> things that he really helps is, you know, helping people turn their struggles into wins. We're going to find out more about that when we come back. Sage International Incorporated helps you start your business and provides the ongoing support, information, and education to make sure you stay in business. For over 26 years, Sage International, a local Reno business, has been working with solopreneurs, real estate investors, nonprofits, and seasoned business owners, making sure you're structured in the right entity, taxed in the right way, so you protect your assets and reduce your taxes immediately. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill, the Wealth Protection Diva, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515. Or visit sageintl.com. Welcome back, and thank you for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show. Talking with Ethan Leapsite, who is based out of Las Vegas, Nevada, he is the head of partnership development for Own Your Day, and he works with a lot of CEOs, HR managers, certainly organizations that potentially might be, you know, in status quo. They're losing innovative ideas. They're just struggling in a culture where it's not about simplicity. It's about complexity. And so, Ethan, let's. I, I like that you were talking earlier about vulnerability. And when we, you know, use examples of vulnerability, I always have, you know, I look at myself and go, at what point do I, as the CEO, really expose my vul vulnerabilities versus, you know, put up that solid front? I'm strong, I'm tough, and we'll get through it. Are you, are you asking as the CEO, like when you would, when you would do that? Well, I'm just saying, you know, you know, I'm sure you hear that from CEOs. It's like, do I put on the, you know, we were talking about vulnerability. How vulnerable right. should I be or exposing my vulnerabilities, right? If if I'm well, looked at as the yeah. leader. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a great question. And I guess the way I look at it is the way that Own Your Day runs and, and how it operates is, we have uh, three uh, segments that we focus on, and it's success, stress, and swagger. And those are kind of the three areas that we like to call them bumps, or you can call them struggles, that people uh, encounter throughout the day. You know, stress from something at home, you know, uh, a lack of confidence in, in, in something, so maybe going into a project or 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 some kind of presentation going up, or uh, if you're just kind of maybe hitting a rut in something that you're working on or, or whatever, that would be what success is for. And each of these uh, uh, things are uh, segments are, are 10 minutes long, and which is about scientifically proven about once uh, every hour you want to take about an eight-minute break from work. So this would be uh, a perfect opportunity to do um, uh, one of the segments. That's uh, we kind of geared it to be about that time. That's scientifically proven that makes people the most effective and efficient throughout the day. So a CEO doesn't necessarily have to come out and 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 say, "Hey, I'm struggling with my kids at home. I'm going through some issues." Um, 
that's just private information. It's up to him or her to divulge that kind of thing. What we're saying is, okay, as me as a CEO, I'm going through an issue, be it stress, I'm going to throw on uh, the stress on, my, uh, on your day video, and I'm going to go through it. And I'm going to maybe ask someone to do it with me. Um, we like to have, uh, we have a program called HAT, which is, you know, help uh, someone that uh, looks like they need help and, and, and do a, a round of uh, own your day with them or ask someone to do it with you and, uh, and tell uh, would be the last one to uh, tell someone how you feel after you do it. So just by leading by example, by just doing it, someone seeing it or doing it with the CEO, the other employees know that, hey, that's our CEO is going through something. I don't necessarily need to go know what he's going through, but he's, he's going through something that he needs help with. And, you know, that's really, really, really cool. That's really, really awesome. I kind of know now that, hey, I'm on equal playing field as him. I mean, there's never going to be financial equality within an organization. The CEO is always going to make more money than the um, the regular employee. There's not going to be social equality. I mean, the CEO is going to be in socially is going to be looked on a higher plane than than uh, the regular employee. But you can create human equality throughout the organization where that employee looks equal to that CEO just by seeing them do that video. I like to bring up the example of, of Alcoholics Anonymous. You go into Alcoholics Anonymous, you can have people from wide range of backgrounds and uh, financial wealth and any and everything. But they sit down there in their circle and they go over their thing. The the CEO is on equal level as someone that is maybe homeless. I, I read this article about Brad Pitt. He just went to AA like two years ago, and it said it changed his life. Like all these all these people in there were going through the same struggle. And the same, showing that exact same vulnerability. And even though he was this mega Hollywood superstar, like it changed the way he looked at life. That he saw these other people that are going through the same things as he was. And a CEO doesn't have to, like I said, doesn't have to put an email blast. It doesn't have to like announce everything or, or whatever, what he's going through. But just leading by example, what we were talking before of just showing, hey, I'm stressed. I'm going to do this video because I want to feel better. Uh, I want something to deal with it. It's just going to show other people like, hey, it's okay to express I'm struggling with something. You don't have to tell me what it actually is, but I'm going to actually do something about it. Too many times people just sit there in their cubicle or whatever and just deal with the stress or the anxiety or the depression or whatever, but there's people around them that will help them. And there's, and a lot of the times the answer to the solutions lie within the person themselves too. So, Absolutely. So these eight minute breaks, I like that. So one was on stress. What was the other one? Yeah. Success mm -hmm. and, and swagger. Swagger. Those are the three, the three S's. <laughs> three S's. What, how do you, what, let's talk about swagger. <laughs> Everyone wants to talk about Swagger. Everyone wants to talk about Swagger. 
Uh, swagger would be like geared to to when you're um, you're just lacking confidence in yourself, and 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 like it's a good thing to do before a meeting, or maybe even a radio call with someone in Reno. Um, but you, the music's very upbeat. We got music in it, and um, it's the person that runs it that, that that's in the videos. It's 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 movements. You do physical movements because that is scientific. They've proven to help people throughout the day, along with mental uh, cues, if you will. Uh, uh, we like to say it's like a create as much of a religious experience as you possibly can for a business. So it's very inspirational, um, but very like, hey, you got this. You're meant to do this. You are meant to, for greater things, uh, very spiritual in that regards, but mixed in with movements that that reinforce those mental cues. Hmm. So, this... and I guarantee, I, I guarantee, I guarantee, you, like everyone that's done it, I haven't had one person that's ever told me that that didn't feel one hundred percent better than when they went into it. So, and that's the most important thing, not just in, on an organizational scale you know, with the trust and, and building a better organization, but more importantly is making that individual feel better because when you feel better, you make better decisions, you become a better parent, you become a better spouse and all that kind of stuff. So that's the most important thing is making that employee feel better after that eight to 10 minutes. So Ethan, is this your own, your day? Is this something, so give us a little idea. Uh, if I like the idea of your eight minute breaks, is this something I'm signing up for? So give me a little heads up about your organization. Okay. Yeah. This is something that an organization or company would, would sign up for. And, um, it's a monthly payment and we, we offer it our monthly subscription and the initial investment for it would be $4 per employee for the first month. And we understand that there's a rollout process. Like the adaptation of the system isn't going to be instantaneous. It's not, it's not going to be 100% instantaneous. Uh, we're not in a wellness program, um, but I know from my time uh, with some of the top uh, companies like Johnson and Johnson and Wells Fargo and, and Goldman Sachs, like those are the cream of the crop of the wellness programs. And even they are only at like 25 to 30% on participation rates with wellness programs. So we understand even with the money that people like throw at wellness programs like Johnson Johnson and Wells Fargo, that there's a, uh, uh, an adaptation period for it. So like for the first month, it's, it's $4 per employee. And then for the second month as more employees, um, understand it and, and, and embrace it. Then it goes to $5 and then it would, then would top off at $6 a month, uh, per employee, uh, per month. And, um, it's not uh, an individual thing like, you know, Hey, an employee wants to sign up for it. We'll cover the cost. We like to look at it, like the example of, you know, an organization has to have skin in the game. Like, and I look at it, someone in their own personal life, if they have a, a membership to a gym, if they don't have to pay for that membership, if that membership is free, 
they're probably not going to be as likely to go to the gym as if they're paying, let's say, $100 a month. So that's why we have the organization, and we're confident that, you know, we're going to get huge uh, uh, adaption of, of the program. But when you got more skin in the game, like you're more apt to support the program. We don't want to be another, you know, Hey, let's just do this. And, 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 uh, uh, let's do this program because, you know, it looks good. And, and, you know, it's something we can say that we do for our employees. You know, we want 100% participation by the employees. That's our ultimate goal. How do you, yeah, where do, where do I go to sign up for it? Uh, well, that's what you would, you would either call me, uh, or go to own your day, uh, dot today. And, uh, my, my telephone number is there. You can contact me at Ethan at own your day dot today. And we can sign you up. Sounds good. So this relates to stress, success, and swagger. And when you were talking about swagger, I kept thinking of that, you know, pump you up, right? Kind of a thing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the hands in front. Yeah. Yes, yes. So anyway, Ethan, we are out of time, but this has been a great conversation. Ethan Leapsight, own your day. If this is something in your organization where you feel like your culture could use a little support, where your employees could use a little support, or you as a CEO feel like you could use some support, then you might want to check out Own Your Day. So, Ethan, thank you for being here. Thank you, Sherry, for doing great work on that sound. So, I want to thank everyone for tuning in to The Sherry Hill Show, where business is amplified.